You are now listening to the Claim It Podcast with me, your host, Trisha Huffman, otherwise sometimes known as your joyologist. I love having conversations with people who intrigue and inspire me, getting into the journeys of their life, being real about their past and their now. And sometimes I bring you a solo episode just of me, sharing some thoughts, what's going on in my life, what's been coming up for me lately. And today is a solo episode. Every time I tell you, every time I go to record a solo episode and like I know I'm going to be recording one, (laughs) I'll be like, yeah, I'm going to talk about this. And then like before I'm recording it. And I'll be like making lunch. Oh, no, you know what? I'm going to talk about this. No, I'm going to talk about this. And I end up going through so many cycles of what I want to talk about. (laughs) Right now, what is most coming up that I want to share is recently on my main Instagram page, which is now at underscore Trisha Huffman, I posted to consider what would change Would you make any different choices if you focused less on how your life may look to others and more on how your life felt to you? I'll read it again somewhat. So if you, if no ounce of you had a bit of what will other other people think about me? And the thing is, I think that we do this a lot more than we would like to believe. That a lot of our choices, often what can be hard to make the choice to what we want to do, to what feels the best to us, is like behind all these layers of what we think other people want from us, expect of us. What filter will they see us through if this is what we say, wear, do, be, etc.? I mean, that's really the whole point of the book I'm writing, wrote, because we're pretty much in the final steps, that's coming out in spring of 2022, which is F the shoulds, do the ones. Once I chose to eliminate the word should from my life, I realized how much I leaned on that word, and then once the word was even gone, the feeling, because I gave the word up over 10 years ago, but yet I still feel the weight of shoulds daily, and have to come back to, okay, what am I feeling? What am I thinking? What am I afraid of? What is it that I want? So, is there anything in your life that you would change, that you would approach differently if you put more attention on how it felt to you than what it looked like to other people. And that can sometimes even be our families, uh, our partners, our friends, our coworkers. Like sometimes it's the people that we love the most and that we know love us the most that we are really living in like what we think they want from us or expect of us. It's so much, which is why there's a 16 chapter book coming out next year. But I wanted to start with that, just starting to plant that seed more in your mind 
So as you move through your day to think like, well, how does this feel to me versus how does this look to others? Whether that's, you know, saying a no or a maybe or I'll let you know to an invitation instead of an immediate yes or leaving a party early because that's what feels good to you. But then like, oh, the fear of missing out or what will other people think or whatever the things are. I yesterday went to a gathering and I was like the second person there because I'm definitely an early person. And then I was there for hours. But as this all of a sudden, like it was like, whoa, like it was really like a lot of people were coming that by the time it was 7 p.m., I was just like, whew, I'm... I'm good. I've had some meaningful conversations. I've had fun. I connected with the host. I ate some food. <laughs> I'm ready to go. Sure, there'd be a lot of more fun to had for the rest of the evening. And I got home before 7.30 and then like still like got to go to bed <laughs> at a reasonable time and have some wind down time for me. And I was like, this is living. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. But like realizing like that's what feels best for me. And I am now back in LA, which is like so huge for me because I have, there's so much more to do, but I also have so many more friends here than where I had lived before. I, I had made some friendships where I lived before, but there weren't like, they weren't really very social um, things. So, um, so it's so exciting for me to be in this place. And so then because of that though, when now I, I don't have my kids most weekends also, they go to their dads most weekends. Um, so I have a lot more time and freedom and space in my life. Uh, and it's great. And so then a part of me will be like, oh yes, I can do that on Friday and that on Saturday and that on Saturday evening and that on Sunday. And then I'm like, <laughs> yeah, right. Who do I think I am? You know, and like knowing myself and what feels best for me and that I love to have some time for myself. I love to have some space to do things around the house. I love to have some time to just relax. And I love to have meaningful connections. So saying yes to the plans that fit best into my own schedule, even when I don't really have a schedule. Like when it looks like to others, I have tons of time and space, but still what feels best to me. And that's something, you know, I have been going through. I mean, I remember I was probably still in my 20s. I'm 40 now. I was probably in my late 20s when I like first had to get that like, oh, it's okay to say no to plans, even if they're awesome plans with people I love, because I would prefer some downtime with myself. And that was like such a hard lesson to learn when I was younger. And that I still like now have to remind myself of, yeah, Trisha, take care of yourself. And it's okay. Like sometimes, yeah, you're, you're going to miss out on things. <laughs> That fear of missing out is real and like, yeah, you're going to miss out on some things, but how are you going to actually feel in your body, in your life by making these choices that feel best for you? So, I mean, that could also even be like what type of job you have, if you're staying in a relationship or a friendship that you know maybe is not really 
feels that best and supportive to you. Um, yeah, I mean, little stuff and really big life choices. Would you make different choices if you didn't care at all what anybody would say about you making that choice or questioning your choice? Because really, who cares? It is your life. And everybody says it. But really, when you are making choices that are more fulfilling to you, that feel best for you, it might upset people especially if they're not used to making them. But in the long run, it is best for everyone because then you are showing up for your life from a more centered, fulfilled, grounded, present, loving, joyful space. And that's how the world gets to experience you. But that doesn't mean that sometimes making these choices um, won't upset some people, especially, like I said, if they're not used to you making them. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, I also wanted to talk about, I've been noticing lately, uh, like I am excited to decorate for Christmas. I was so excited. I joined a local like buy nothing group. If you don't know about these things, it's, I think of just a Facebook thing. Um, but there's apparently these buy nothing groups for like every town. So I joined the one where I live and I, a couple months ago, got some Christmas lights, outside lights with an extension cord and a timer and everything from someone. So I was so excited <laughs> to hang them myself, borrowed a ladder and was so proud of myself for hanging them. And then I got so excited about like otherwise decorating for Christmas and I don't really have decorations. I've never really been much of a decorating person. I've moved around so much. Um, and then also I realized that even though the home that I lived in, where for the last four years, that was like a home, uh, I had like such a fear of spending money. So I'm like, wow, this is so weird. Like, why am I like, okay, going to go buy Christmas lights, more Christmas lights and these decorations. And I've never done these things before. One that does feel like a whole new like chapter in my life for me. I'm not, I did not buy a home, but I rented a home in an area that I fell in love with. Um, it just feels like, wow, like, taking my life back in some way, even though it was not like it wasn't mine <laughs> previously. But anyway, uh, I had to make a lot of choices in decorating this house, like for not just me living there, being more of a temporary person, but like, oh, my kids are, okay, I'm buying area rugs. And anyway, now I'm like, I'm going to decorate. And I feel like for so many years, I had such a fear of spending money that like even going to spend like $20 or $40 on some uh, a couple more strings of Christmas lights would stress me out. Um, and it's just an interesting, I'm not like making, I'm not like pouring in the cash right now, to be honest. Um, I am making money, but I'm not like, woohoo, <laughs> let me just throw the money all around. But something did shift in me this year, and I have done, I have a lot of, you know, money struggles, I think, from how I grew up, whereas, like, we actually did, you know, we did fine, but it felt like it was this fear 
that we didn't have money. So it's like I felt like we were poor, even though really we had everything we could want. And um, anyway, but that still is like embedded in me in some ways. And yeah, I went to working for myself from working, you know, I was touring, making good money, working for artists and then quit everything to start my own business and have kids. And I wanted to be with my kids full time. So that meant I wasn't making very much money for a couple of years there by choice. Um, but yeah, so it like, it took me a long time to get over this fear of spending money. And I had taken some, you know, I would like look at some different stuff, read books, you know, like, oh, what's Jen Sincero, you're a badass. She had a bunny, like, you're a badass at making money. Like, I was like, read that. I was like trying over the last couple of years to try to like figure this abundance sort of thing out. And so I would learn these things or whatever and things that were still like so hard to me, like a lot of, you know, these things about abundance and creating abundance in your life and calling it in would be a lot about like giving, you know, like, I remember I even did like some challenge from Gala Darling, who I love. And, it, you know, like there was like every day, you know, like this day, do this, this day, do this. And so hers was like, you know, like donating to charities or give money away like every day for a week or something like that. It could be like even, you know, a couple dollars or buy somebody a coffee or you know, donate to a charity. It wasn't like give all your money away, just like little bits. And I remember at times like going to get just like being in line and somebody would order like a coffee at a coffee shop and seeing people tip the barista like and being like whoa like you're tipping the barista like there was a time when I, like i was like i don't just like like the idea of even just giving away an extra dollar or two for your 4 dollar coffee <laughs> was like mind blowing to me and now <laughs> i've gotten into practice like no matter what i tip people so i'm getting food to go and, you know, these days there's those screens where you just hit the button. Like, it always asks you that, like, whether they're ordering coffee. And I've started to always tip. And a part of me will still have this, like, fear of, like, oh, no. And then I'm like, okay, it's, like, a couple dollars. You can do this. Like, you can. <laughs> you can contribute to that person's day life for a couple do dollars. So I know this. I do this on these solo episodes. They get a little, like, what is she even talking about? But I want to know, I've been noticing for me, like, I can still have this fear of, oh, no, how will I pay the my bills in two months from now or three months from now? Um, and to keep in getting that fear and to keep reminding myself that, yes, I can do it again. I can keep doing it. I can keep making money. And also to not let that fear, like, go me back into this huge fear, like, lack fear that I had been living in for so long. And, um, and that it feels so good to tip the barista, to, you know, give, if I'm getting Instacart or DoorDash, the bigger option for tip and not the minimal. Um, because, yeah, I was trained for so much, like, oh, I'm already spending this much, now I'm getting this service, or wait, what, you're charging me how much for a latte now? Which, OMG, getting, like, a latte in the L.A. area these days is, like, what are you even talking about? <laughs> like, $8. I swear, I might have gotten a specialty latte, but I think it was, like, maybe even more than $8 the other day. <laughs> Like, who, what is happening? And just like allowing that to flow and giving the money back and like not living in that state of fear anymore, but instead of like, I can make more money. 
I can make more money. And so instead of being in this fear that things are going to drying up that I really have this year tapped into that different expansion and abundance while still making sure I'm being responsible and not just like, okay, money is always on my on the way to me. And let me say these money affirmations and let's keep spending money and not worry about it. So how can I make sure I'm being based in reality? Be generous by just, you know, tipping the servers or whatever and not being stingy that I now feel like, wow, yeah, I've been like stingy in a lot of ways, but, you know, I was raised to save and to scrimp and save money, only buying sales, this, that, and just um, that it's like so part of me now that I'm like, it's okay. And sometimes like, right, it's better <laughs> to do this thing that's of value that will last than buy the sale thing. Like, what is the value? And even like, how does that feel? It feels good for me to tip that person. Then it doesn't feel good to be like, no, I need that dollar for myself. And you might be listening to this and like, really like, no, I need every single dollar right now. And so don't feel like, oh my gosh, I have to start giving all away. But just starting to notice like, where can you expand yourself? I know that we all go through different financial situations and that you might not have that much to give right now. And I'm still, like I said, not like swimming in money, but like, I can do that. I can tip this person today. And I part of me will wince at like, oh, $4. Oh, I'm supposed to now tip them. Oh, and then be like, it's $4. It feels better to give them that $4 than it does for me to like grasp grasp to it so tightly. So both of those things, somewhat unrelated, but really about more feeling. And I think this time of year, the holidays, it's many people's favorite time of the year. You're supposed to joy, you're supposed to feel gratitude. But I know for many, it can feel really stressful. There can be a lot of grief. There could be maybe you're supposed to, you know, you feel like you have to say yes to all these invitations. And maybe you have families and in-laws and different obligations that can be stressful. And so since everything, we're going back to feeling to remind yourself, to ask yourself, how do I want to feel? And that doesn't mean to cancel out the emotions that you have, but to allow yourself the space to channel that. Like if I want to feel this holiday season grounded, I want to feel nurtured, I want to feel spacious, I want to feel abundant. Then when you start to feel stress, overwhelm, annoyance, grief, pain, whatever it is, to just remind yourself of how you wanted to feel and not that you cancel out, especially for like grief and pain. It's not like, never mind, don't feel this. I only feel this. But just to remind yourself like, okay, it's okay. And that could be, oh, I'm feeling grief and pain. Oh, I wanted to feel grounded. Or I, like, so what can I do? I can nurture myself right now. I can say no to these invitations or I can reach out to a friend and text someone to tell them I'm going through a hard time. I mean, I think that's something too that we forget to do. It's something I can forget to do. I can suddenly feel like, where are my people? Does anybody care about me? I'm going through a hard time. And then I remember they don't know because <laughs> I haven't told them. And that <sighs> lately it feels like everybody's going through their own challenging times. So as much as I want 
people to check in on me without being prompted to. Sometimes they're in their own stuff. And so we need to say, hey, I'm thinking of you. I'm going through a hard time. I don't know what you're going through right now, but I'm sending you love and, you know, can we make a time to connect? Something like that. This says, I want you to know you are not alone. That whatever comes up for you this holiday season and beyond to allow yourself to go through it, to allow yourself to open yourself up to it, but not like sort of feel like you have to let it run your life. You can say no. You can every day choose to add things to your day that bring you joy and peace and ease. That doesn't mean that you, again, don't feel the other stuff, but you add in joy and peace and ease and whatever it is that you do want to feel. Which reminds me of another post I wrote recently on Instagram that says... I want you to know that it's okay to feel however you feel this holiday season. The holidays often heighten and unearth grief, pain, and lots of other emotions. Please do what nurtures you and brings you joy. You don't have to choose joy or pain. You don't have to choose gratitude or grief. They can all coexist. All right. That's what I got for you today on my rambling solo podcast. Please send me a DM at underscore Trisha Huffman if you listen to these, if you find the solo podcast valuable at all, um, if you like them and the conversation episodes, if you prefer conversations, I'd love to hear from you and let me know. I can't believe I've been doing this podcast as long as I have. It still feels like I'm brand new to it. reminder, um, I, I have the insulated tumblers and mugs in stock right now. I don't all the time. And every time I get them in some different colors. So there still are some having black and white, like the basics, but different color combinations and stuff. I don't always have. And I also don't have these products in stock year round because honestly, they're really expensive for me to make. And that means I have to buy them. <laughs> and with the hopes that they sell and they just sit on shelves until they do, (laughs) which is why they never get discounted. But they're so awesome. They're by Simple Modern, which is this amazing brand. They keep your hot drinks hot for hours, cold drinks cold for hours. I drink my water through the tumbler every single day and my coffee or tea through the mug every day. I love it because it stays hot for hours. Um, Like I will sometimes make a cup of coffee and then end up getting distracted, take my kids to school, do all these things and like don't even take a sip of my coffee until an hour after I've made it and it's still hot for hours. So it's just so nice. Oh, and it's spill proof. I can like throw it in my bag, in my car, whatever. All good. Go check out my products, shop.yourjoyologist.com. Hit me up at claim it podcast or at underscore Trisha Huffman. And I really am sending you joy, love, peace, ease, and hoping that, you know, you claim your life for yourself in whatever way you can every single day because we don't know what the heck's going to happen tomorrow and like have your dreams and make progress towards them yes but also don't forget to live and enjoy your now and take care of 
your mental health and your physical health. All right. Catch you next time.